We're Not Dead, a podcast about a story of survival. Hello and welcome to episode 23, right? 23 of We're Not Dead, the official community podcast for are alive. I am your host, Brittany Brummer Rocker Rocker. And I am joined this week by Nick Voodoo. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Oh, God, Nick, it's been a while, hasn't it? It's been too long. And if you ask anyone on the Facebook page or the forum, oh. it's been an entire lifetime. They have died and resurrected since the last time that you and I spoke. I know, you know, and it's, I feel awful. It's, you know, the whole point, we'll, we'll get into this in a second. First of all, um, Greg Miller is hosting an Uncharted 3 event tonight in San Francisco. So he will not be joining us, but Nick and I will be loser. joined. I know, what a loser. We're Not Dead is super uber Priorities, priority. dude. Thank you. Like, job or We're Not Dead? What? Right? God, I know. I don't want to talk <laughs> about Noise, that. noise, noise. Whatever. <laughs> Um, but we will be joined by Kevin Flood later on in this episode, and we'll just ask him about life and liberty and peace and other things that make us happy. That's hilarious because I sort of that the thread on the forum. Uh, I I may or may not have stolen that almost f- word for word for what you just said. Shut up. This thread is reopened as of now. Kevin Flood is going to be visit his friends at We're Not Dead once again to talk about life, love, and I don't know. I made up the first two already and couldn't think of a third. <laughs> Great minds think alike, my man. That's how it awesome. works. So, Nick, let's talk a little bit about uh, what you've been up to during this long two-and-a-half-month break, or however long it's been. Well, zombie-related, I got into The Walking Dead. Nice. How are you Be- liking it? Uh, <laughs> I, oh, I don't like last week's, cliff- last week's cliffhanger was just evil. Oh, have you read the comics? I have not read the comics, oh, okay. no. Okay. Uh, although I am looking into buying them because I sort of like glanced over like what the plot line was in there, and I was like, "That's a really cool story. I want to get to know that because obviously the TV series is not really following that at all." Right. It's fallen into some extent, and the cool thing is, last I heard that was that Robert Kirkman wasn't—he didn't have like a definitive story that he wanted to follow. He's just kind of like winging it as he goes. And, you know, that's 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 the best way to interpret something, especially something. Like this. <laughs> like that. There are so many possibilities. You don't have to follow it frame for frame for frame in the comic book. Why bother? Just tell your own st- take the Take the basics of it. Take those, uh, you know, take the main characters and then put them in different situations that are new and interesting and fun that no one's ever seen before and give and the comic... And kill them off. That's what And then does. kill them off. Why not? So, and what's going on with you, like, personal life? Anything new and exciting? Brewing? <laughs> Brewing, you say. Hmm. Well, I do have a keg of something. No. Um... <laughs> No, we all, uh, people on the forum know that I got married uh, earlier this year, and uh, now there's uh, a little voodoo brewing in the oven, so... Yes, that's I, exciting. The wife and I have created the, the uh, Devil Spawn, and it will come uh, sometime uh, in early 2012, should everything go according to plan. <laughs> so congratulations, that is thank very you. exciting. Thank you, yes. thank you, thank you. And I guess now I can tackle the question that I have been bitched at, and I, you know... And rightfully so. Um, We're Not Dead has been pretty much non-existent since the end of We're Alive. I don't even think we did one episode after the season finale. No, nope, we didn't. you did not. Um, so a lot of people are wondering, you know, where has We're Not Dead been? Well, there's been, you know, conventions, vacations. Um, I got in a car accident, was hit by a drunk driver. So I've been, you know, like doing massages twice a week, every week. So, you know, it, there's just been a lot of stuff going on. And I don't think... Greg and I quite realized that how much we kind of needed a break too. Once we're live returns, you know, late December, early January, winter, we will return full force. By the let's just make something very abundantly freaking clear right now. Winter is not in October. Winter <laughs> is not in November. Winter technically starts on December twenty second, and it goes until March twentieth. Damn. The son. end. Stop asking when we're alive is going to come back. I know, you know, we get, so I get at least five tweets, emails, Facebook messages a day. When is we're not, I mean, when is we're alive coming back? When is we're alive coming back? When is we're not dead coming back? We shall return. Here's, here, this is it. We're alive will come back five days after everyone stops asking the damn question. God, it might not come till like summer then. So, yes, I'm happy to say that we will be back and we will be back every Friday um, until where life starts again, I would expect, you know, kind of random interviews and 
episodes kind of like this. They might not all release on Friday. just depends, you know. Because, like, this weekend I'm going to ZombieCon. And Ooh. tomorrow I have to prep my zombie costume so I will not have time to edit. I do have my priorities straight, I promise you. But, um, yeah, so I'm really excited for ZombieCon. And I have some weird live flyers. I'm going to pass them out. There should be some good authors there. Some True Blood actors will be there. Stoked for that. Cool. Now, what, Kalani, is it? Well, you have something I need to know? Yeah. Well, all right. I just wanted to tell you that you were lucky as all. Lucky? Hey, who the hell do you think you are? Michael, Michael, this has happened before. Hey, tell him, Kalani. I just meant you were all lucky that you got here when you did. When this last happened, most everyone was killed or taken. Where was this? The other tower of survivors. Kevin Flood, Kalani, my man, what have you been up to during this break? Well, uh, aside from keeping the world safe for democracy, um, <laughs> me and Woodrow Wilson, if you get that reference, um, it, it's been, uh, you know, it's it's always fun to take a break. The funny thing is that our, the break happens at different times for the cast, right? Right. Oh, because you guys don't all record at the same time. Yeah. So no, what we do right, but the thing is, is that then you have weeks and weeks of of you know of of editing and like that. So it's been the I made a commitment to myself this year that I wanted to um, do more features. I wanted to you know get into other things, and and it's been pretty it's been pretty fun. I've been uh, I've got, there's a film I'm in called Nerve. Um, nerve nerve n-e-r-v-e yeah i play a cop mm -hmm. surprise surprise i never got never ever got hassled in new york city when i lived there yeah i saw a picture <laughs> on your facebook page kevin of you in a cop outfit is that from yeah that's from that uh, no actually that's from a different movie and i played uh, did a cut did a, a turn as a cop and that was so my friend nils taylor um who was uh who's gonna be remember the name he's he's gonna you're gonna see movies of his on the big screen um all right and um, so, yeah, so I played a cop for him. And the funny thing is, I never, ever got hassled when I would drive the subway in New York because I, you look at me and go, yo, 5-0. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> so, and so yeah, now I'm just being 5-0. Uh, <laughs> so I did that and I've done a couple of other things. And it's been so that's fun. It's, it's uh, you know, to try to to try to leverage what this the the, the success and the and the the goodwill of, of uh, we're alive and also to, you know, to step up and, you know, play my play in, in the, where the competitions better and where there's more at stake, you know, that's so has it, have you found it being weird that you have all this extra time now? I mean, you're not recording, you don't have the commitment of we're alive at the moment. Well, you know, the thing is, is that, that we build this stuff, uh, you know, most everybody out here who does this work I've found is, you know, is a, a minimum of a three tool player, the, of a five-tool player baseball parlance, right? So, they folks generally act and write and and end, um, and so the what you hopefully try to do is kind of add is is have an, enough of this activity, the mix of acting and performing and recording and writing, so that it develops you know a nice little rhythm, and um, so I've been able to you know when you're in, in in a series like that you're you're on it and you're in it and once it's done it's, you're able to say great that was fun um, now what's next because you can it's you can really clear the hard drives because you don't have to remember well what was I doing last episode and what happened how does this relate to what I said you know back oh like adjusting your tone yeah or, or or else just being aware of where your character is on whatever arc he he's on gotcha. Um, and so then once that's done, you're able to kind of go, Whew, good, cool. Uh, you know, and clear some hard drive space and, uh, you know, and it's, and yeah, so that's, that's the, and then once that happens, then you're able to focus on stuff because there is a bit of your brain taken up in the, like, when are we recording? What are we doing? Um, funny thing is I also did, I did another, uh, a, a radio audio drama, um, with you, you guys have probably heard of the the one that uh, Tammy Klein is is the lead in. It's called uh, No Names Please. Written oh, I have heard of yeah, that. Yeah, I saw. I've been look, keeping track of all that stuff. It looks really cool. I can't wait for that to come out. Yeah, no, it's uh, it looks like a it's it's a lot of fun. So what's that about? Can you kind of it's um, um it's a private eye story, a private eye set in L.A. right now today uh, story. 
uh, and uh, Tammy plays a, uh, a kind of a hard-nosed, uh, dead sexy. Uh, I can totally see that. Dead, dead sexy <laughs> let, let, Kelly, I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Does she do? Does she do anything but play dead sexy characters? Uh, right. Honestly, yeah. I think she. I think she played like. I think she's like that. Is in a monster suit in some things she's done recently. So you know, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a. Uh, it's not as charming as she is normally. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, but she. So she is. Um, and I and I play her dad, and uh, oh. you know the kind of gruff former cop. There, there's a theme. There's a there's a theme here. Uh, by the way, I do want to invite you guys to my graduation ceremony from the uh, from the Willie T. Lomax School of Square Badge Police Work. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm playing. Uh, it's it's my 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 imaginary life as a police officer. So so um, but I, that has been fun. We recorded that. I'm not sure when it, when that's hitting the uh, airwaves, but uh, but that was a fun thing to record. And and, uh, and my buddy Mark Miller is in that. And by the way, I will pick up all the names I drop. Um... <laughs> Does your back hurt from having to drop all those no, names? No, no, I, 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 <laughs> You're just I, I carrying with, with you everywhere you go. I, I, I lift with my knees. It's my far, you, you know, you bound down, you lift with your knees. That's good. That's, that's good. <laughs> so, how was the chemistry between you and Tammy? You know that you guys worked on We're Alive, and now you're working on something else. I mean, did that help you? A lot? Yeah, it was. Fun. I mean, that the first thing, the, the first, my first recording session with um, with We're Alive, uh, I had a scene where I arrived back at the tower, um, and I'm introduced to all the kids, and it's kind of like, and and uh, and Tammy's character says come upstairs and it's like yeah (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) yes ma'am so um so and it was you know that 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 rattled around my head as i was like looking at this woman who's now who in my mind's eye is now my daughter and in need of some wisdom from her father um, so it was kind of like, okay, put on the. Di- this story just took a very dirty, dirty X-rated turn. <laughs> well, you never know. No, but so anyway, uh, that was a. So I was able to, uh, that to just be, and again, you inhabit. It's like you know, you you ideally we walk into this like, you know, like if if we have if you have cats, so you cats often look like they do something and they go, what the hell did what what did I do that for? What was I just doing? <laughs> And and sometimes that's the that's how you like to have acting be sometimes. <laughs> so you just you do it and you kinda of go, What the heck did I just do? I I know I know I did something just a minute ago, but because it's you know, yeah you know, I it the the best counsel I got as I started getting into this was make it sound like it just occurred to you. You were talking about in in the first time you stopped by, you were talking about uh, like the Meisner technique, are you like exclusively no. Meisner? Like, is it is it always call and response for you, or do you like take a little bit from here and a little bit from there and have sort of like this weird amalgamation of like the method and the Meisner? The funny thing is, is that this gets into into backstory to the extent that can someone explain Meisner? Yeah, uh, Sanford Meisner, uh, an acting teacher along the lines of. Uh, Saul, uh, Lee, um, Lee Strasberg, Lee Strasberg uh, uh, the, the the woman who ran H H B Studios, um, Uta Hagen, Uta Hagen, a, a dear friend of mine went to study with Uta, Uta, um, but but I mean a, a, a teacher like that and he and his piece and his at the at, at boiling it down was acting as listening, <clears throat> and and you give what you get and so you can change the tone of something fundamentally by how you say something if you're working that technique to the gut. So, because if, you know, it depends on how you frame it and how you say it and because you're supposed to give what you get. So, but, um, but yeah, that's really, really simplified. Because it was so much fun always, like, in acting <clears throat> class because, you know, back in the dark ages before I turned over to technical theater, I was an actor. You know, your Meisner technique class would be like an hour literally of, I have a post-it note, you have a post-it note, I have a post-it note. Right. You have a post-it note, and it's that call and response. Yep. But you do it for an hour, and the meaning of it changes every single sure. time you do it. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's it's great. It fun. seems so stupid, but it's it's good stuff. Yeah, um, to a, a real true Sandy Meisner story. Um, 
I was uh, in New York. This had to be 1982 or three. Sandy Meisner uh, was, I knew a bunch of people who knew him and he was ill. And I was the only one of this crowd with, of that crowd with a car. So actually I drove him, picked him up at his, uh, where he, his apartment near the, near the, uh, the, the, the neighborhood playhouse and drove him to, I think it was Cornell Medical Center on the east side of Manhattan. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it was, uh, yeah, it was. Were you starstruck? Uh, no, because I, at the play, I wasn't an actor then. I was like, you know, I, oh, I was okay. doing something. I was directing, actually. And, uh, um, and the, so it was kind of like, I knew who he was, and it was kind of like, great, but it was just like, I'm just a guy doing, helping out. And, you know, and not, and, not, and I mean, I knew who he was. I mean, I knew his, 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 his background, but. But I, the, the, so that's what I studied. The, the funny thing is, is that um, I spent a, a good deal of time directing uh, industrials and sales and industrial films, uh, mostly narratives, mostly with actors. Um, and so when you do that stuff, even if it's corporate, even if it's stuff that you're, you know, you're, you're teaching people how to do this or explaining them in this process or whatever, you, you have to make sure that you're, you're paying attention to the, the fundamental things that get something done and that in getting a, getting a read on the screen of an actor who's performing. And that is, you know, does it, do they believe it? Are they there in the, are they there in the moment that they're doing it? And do you get a sense of truth from what they're saying at any level? And so, you know, that's what I, I mean, that's where, that's my acting class, as, as it were. And uh, I hope people, I hope agents aren't listening because it's like, uh-oh, another one of those knuckleheads. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, but so, so that's, so that's the, that's the, that's how, you know, that's where my, whatever acting skill I got comes from. So, yeah, that's a very long, I hope you edit that out because that's like. No, no, that's interesting because for me, I don't absolutely pretty much nothing of what you just said, but it was still interesting, so it's okay. I think the kids will like it. Now, I remember last time we talked to you, you enjoy cooking, correct? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. so how's the cooking been going? Well, Cooked anything yeah, scrumptious well, lately? Yeah, actually, because the garden's been going really well in the backyard. Nice, nice. And some eggplant and some peppers and all like that. So so it's nice to kind of go and make you know three quarter most of what's coming from most of what's for dinner uh, out of the uh, out of the garden you do what pegs could never do <laughs> no no yeah <laughs> yeah so it's but it's uh i've been playing a lot with uh i bought i got this uh, silicon kind of um uh, mold uh kind of almost a jello mold thing but it, it's silicon you can put it in the oven and so i've been making these um these uh casseroles you know kind of shell-shaped a dome-shaped casserole thing. So I've been trying to experiment with that, and basically, like I don't know if you ever saw the film Big Night. Uh uh-uh. um, It's it's a uh, Tony Shalhoub and. Um, oh no, I've heard of it though. The like where the it's the restaurant closing in Jersey yes, and they have yes. the big oh, meal at the end. It's oh my god! It's freaking! It's a great movie. And there's a dish that they make in that this uh, timbale, this Italian thing. It's just this freaking ridiculous. And, uh, so that's what you're trying to make. Yeah, and some and so far dismal failures, but they taste good. They're very, they're very, t- <laughs> no, I mean, the, the last thing I did was I made a, uh, you know, I'll be getting asked for recipes, uh, a pancake of, uh, with squash. And then I used that as the thing to line it. And then I filled mm. that and baked it for a little bit. It, t- it was pretty tasty, but it kind of didn't look do it. Kevin, have you ever, um, heard of Epic Mealtime? Uh, no. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to send you a link uh, via email after this interview. And you're going to be amazed about some of these things that these guys cook. Okay. <laughs> And then you'll promptly, honestly, throw up and or die of a heart attack because you, the caloral intake that they have. No, you see, I, I, I'm like, I'm all, I'm all about like eating healthy and veggies and keeping it, keeping calorie down. So I don't, I don't, I don't do, I don't cook, I don't do salt when I cook. I don't do. Oh no no. no see these, these guys' main ingredient is bacon. Bacon. So that. <laughs> bacon. Bacon makes everything yeah, better. And I feel like we need to touch on, you know, Greg isn't here with us tonight because he's hosting an event. But uh, do you remember that good old time when uh, he sent you rocket power porn? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, the rocket power porn. What really put We're Not Dead on the map. The rocket rocket power power porn. Yeah, there you go. It's amazing, Uh, this internet thing. I was actually terrified to come on here for my first episode after I heard the rocket power porn because I was afraid of what Greg was going to Google and find on me. So so is so is he uh, is is he on work release now for all that stuff he did or, or is he... Greg Greg yeah he's on work release you know I have him on probation he's uh you know I told him he needed not It's a furlough program. <laughs> 
That was so fun. Man, it's been a while. But um Yeah, it has. So I guess now we can get into all the good stuff. Um disclaimer, if you have not listened to season two's finale or up to that point, turn down your speakers now. Kalani, go! Get the others. You know where they are. The tanker's almost there. Get off the roof! Get out of here! I'm sorry, Michael. I can't stop it. Don't stop trying! Angel, I'm taking off. Okay, take Riley with you, but get out of here before they hit you. No, no, no. She's on her way downstairs to you. Damn it, no! She was supposed to help you! Do me a favor. What? There's something in Bill's desk I want you to have. What? What? What the hell is he doing? That girl? That was my Hannah. Girl? What girl? Angel. I'm sorry about that flat tire. What are you talking about? Kalani! Kalani! Everyone, get down! God! Back up! Back up! Kalani! Kalani! So, Kevin, you kind of died. Kalani died. Yeah, kind of, sort of, didn't I? Sort of, kind of. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it was, the great thing was it was kind of an out-of-body experience. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I want to know, like, first of all, what did you think when you found out that you were, Kalani was dying off? Um, like, how did you find out? I had uh, an inkling because, you know, Shane and me are pals, and I had a sense of things, and I also, as a writer, was like, you know, okay, there's there's some kind of sort of um, once I mean once we went for the helicopters it was like okay someone's kissing it um, <laughs> someone's kissing this veil of tears goodbye and so, it ain't pigs you know it, it and I didn't yeah and the thing is it's kind of like okay who's who's gonna yes it's gonna be you who wins the prize package um, <laughs> so. Yeah, I think Greg said it was like as soon as Kalani starts teaching Pegs how to fly the helicopter and she doesn't immediately kill them, as soon as she was able to fly it, it's like, okay, well, Kalani right. obviously has served his purpose. He's imparted the right. knowledge. He is ripe right. to die. And, and I think that the, the sense I was getting even in, you know, there was there was the payoff at some point when uh, me, and me and Angel had that big, huge, you know, shafafa um it went going off to get the get you know get all the provisions and um and there was some there was a, the beginning of an element of being social of redeemed in some fat form or fashion right and uh right which is what everyone on the forum was saying no that's the beginning of it it's like well obviously not because you're dead kalani's dead now right so. i mean but the- it, it was it was it was the turning it was the making him a three-dimensional character just in time for us right. to kill which him is what, which is you know smart smart cliffhanger uh writing now 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 let's be let's be clear there's a whole passel of dumbass some some of the bitches of, of our crew who are who are who may be otherwise engaged if you know what i'm saying um you know there, there was a bit of a cf um at the end and so there is i guess some some you know potential that there's a there's a there he could survive um, just because right. you know it's fiction and um, nothing's confirmed. Nothing, something's confirmed, and yeah, the fact because there's there is n- no one is dead in Casey's universe until you see the body with the blood draining out of it and no right. breath in the lungs. That's when you know they're absolutely dead. Until right. then, like oh no, Bert fell 15 stories to the ground. No, right, and, and the other thing is, is that it's 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 fictional TV. It's like I don't you know pick up any MacGyver. The dude looks like he's going to lose yeah. his limbs instantly. Wait a second. Unless you read, oh, they canceled the show. He's not dying. <laughs> there are there are things that you build into this this process, right? Otherwise, people would be flummoxed when they sit down to write. Um, of of how of how you're going to construct this, the the thing, right? And so, yeah, no, I, I mean, I think he was a perfect setup. I think um, th- that. And and so if that's the case, it was a great way to go out, and it was fun to record, and it was it was it was you know, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it felt the way it, it sounded. I think, I hope. So, do you know who Hannah is? I'm assuming you don't. Yeah. Oh, you do know. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, do. So I was gonna say, if you didn't know, I wonder what it would have been like for your final line to be like, you know. That was my Hannah, and when you really don't know who that is, but it's your final line, so you want it to be amazing and memorable. But 
but you did know what it was. Yeah, I did. That. I mean, and the th- the thing is, is that 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 the the thing is, is that how whether I learned that through ex- exposition or whether I learned that because I read the back of the cereal <laughs> box, I'm not going to tell anybody. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't really want to know. And you know, a lot of people want us to ask you those kind of questions. And a, I know you're not going to tell us. And b, if I reveal that, I'm sure Casey would like somehow fire me. Now, now, the, now the, the 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 one there was a you know part of what was fun about that doing that scene was just the you know the this this level of 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 acceptance that that happens at the very end right that is um <clears throat> there's a level of like you know of okay i mean you know i'm taking one for the team um because I am finally both accepted. I'm, I'm part of it. You know, my, my exit is makes you know solidifies yeah, my place. The, th- the thing that always caught me, and now hearing that, uh, I mean, obviously Kalani knows who Hannah is because he's the one that made the choice to do that. Um, <clears throat> but what always struck me was like even up until you know chapter twenty two, twenty three, it's always talking about Kalani's out of shape. Kalani can't do this. Kalani is physically incapable of doing all these sorts of things. And it always just seemed like the way that he was going to go was he was going to be physically incapable of escaping some sort of situation, not that he was going to sacrifice himself in the way that he did, which, by the way, is why I got my little man tear in the R train because of you. Um, <laughs> so thank you so much for embarrassing me in front of a train full of people that I will never see again. Um, but what was, I mean, it was, it was, uh, you know, knowing that it was coming up, the, t- the toughest thing is not to play it in advance, you know? If you know that's the outcome, it's really you want to kind of you want to do it so that as as uh, my 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 one of my mentors Craig Wallace said, so that sounds like it just occurred to you, right? So that so that you don't want to do something like that in which everybody knows it's happening, and kind of you know and and get plotty. Right. You don't want to get over. You don't want to kind of imbue. Oh, gotcha. it with, you don't you don't want to you don't want to play your ending. You want to play the moment. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Right. And uh, and I th- and I think if I recall the last the last line that uh, sorry about the flat tire, yeah, uh, yeah. well I'm, uh, that was a that was an ad lib, nice, um, nice ad lib, and um, that was good, and yeah, and it was like and I would and I didn't know you know uh, we did it you know it stayed in both both you know, however many takes we did I don't recall. <laughs> but I didn't. Oh, did you do a lot of takes for that? I think we may have done a couple, um, a couple, especially around, uh, you know, the hat line and and um, because you again you want that you know and and you know you do it and this uh, that's why I'm so glad Casey's there because he's such a good director and it's just like it's it's his years who are listening to this and pardon me I don't have to worry about it you know yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. exactly. so how far in advance did you know that Kalani was biting it? Like, did you know, like, back at the point where Angel and Kalani were going on their uh, their ration mission? No, 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 I didn't. Or, I didn't. Okay. I mean, I, I, I had, I really didn't know, no, until I got the pages. Okay. Until we got the script. And you had an inkling. Yeah, I mean, I had some sense, and it was, you know, and I also, again, is, you know, if you, uh, if you do this a bit, you know, you can kind of see, you can hear the telegraph signals. Um, so, but I, I didn't, um, I didn't know, no, until I read the script and, uh, and I was kind of like, damn, that's a cool way to go. <laughs> Fucking A. Oh yeah, seriously. <laughs> Slam the pedal to the metal and kind of, you know, <laughs> and maybe you say, hey, now? maybe you're not gone though. You never know. No, it, no, it, yeah, I mean, it could be, it could be like you know, one of those, uh, you know, I get, I get, I'm thrown clear of the, uh, the, yeah. uh, like you know, a Bruce, a Bruce Willis kind of ending. You know, like, yeah. Quite possibly, you're that person that was found in the post uh, credit sequence. You never know. Yes, we still don't know <laughs> who that is. Know. Yeah, that's true. We don't. So we, you think Kalani went at a good time. It sounds like you're pretty happy with the way he went, assuming that he did go. So would you say that he evolved to be the character that you thought he would be? Um, yeah, I think that in terms of what he did, he, in, and of course we know that there's not much clarity about what's going on at, uh, for, the, for, for us as a group. 
Um, but the but the level of hope and the level of effective uh, of organizational effectiveness on some not to get to uh, but but there was a it, there were people worked for a common goal and that's I think what happened towards the there was there were, we were unified about we know we got to get that brick out of here and wait a second we have an asset that we can use um, and and actually as a as the character I really wanted I really wanted him to fly you know I really wanted him because it's kind of like that's the that's the way we're gonna that's the only way we're gonna see this guy do anything substantive, right? It's not gonna be he you know, it's not like I, it's not like having like Gordon Ramsay on the you know, show up all of a sudden and go, Oh well, I'll make you a lovely souffle. Uh, <laughs> thanks, really. Fab. No, you <laughs> Oh, it's so funny because I remember the last time Greg and I talked to you, we were kind of in that anti-Kalani phase. And I remember you worded it perfectly. You said that Kalani's like, if you're going to summarize him in a character, in a sentence, it's don't you know who I think I am? Right. And that's totally it. But I, you know, when he went, I, I, my, my eyes got a little watery. I didn't cry like Nick though, but (laughs) you know, I really liked Kalani as a character. He really grew on me. Yeah. I think what, I think there was a, a nice evolution of, you know, of what he did. I mean, I think that, you know, when the rubber met, when at the whole thing around the flat tire and everything that happened after that, um, you know, there was a level, I I remember doing um, the scene that we did with, uh, with, with um, Bob Berger, uh, me and Shane, the end of Wednesday, because I think that's my chapter 17. I forget. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, 17 or yeah, 17, because 18, I think was the whole, we're not going to leave the colony thing. And we're just going to stay there and make Nick's predictions all wrong. <laughs> so, but when we were dro- when we were, you know, figuring out how to kill the behemoth, there was a level of, uh, of of a little bit of certainty I felt in what Kalani was thinking through, that, and on the page that uh, that allowed him to develop a successful solution because he, you know, it was like, wait a second, no, I know how to do this part. You know, at one point it kind of called on probably stuff that he had, he used to be able to do. You know, if he's a pilot and can fly anything, he was probably a pretty cocky guy, probably had good control of himself at one point was in shape. Um, and so that would, there was that part of him I felt that was speak, that was talking there. It was like, you know, drawing a football play on the, on the dirt. Here's what's going to be. You're going to go here, you're going to go here, you're going to here. And I'm going to fling the ball and you're going to get a one score. And to that extent, that's what he was thinking through and planning out. And I think that was a point where, you know, in the subtext, in the action of that, he and Angel, you know, understood that they're, they're relative value to each other, right? And their importance to each other to get out of that. So is it kind of, is it a weird feeling when people, you know, I've gotten a few messages and tweets from fans of Kalani saying that they actually cried and they were really, really upset and they screamed when he died. Does that, how does that make you feel as an actor? You know, it was really wild. I mean, I got some, some really lovely uh, notes and stuff from people going, dude, what the, and <laughs> yeah, you know, I felt I was like, you know, like <laughs> the, the priest at awake. I know, I know, I know. He's, he's, he was a fine man, yes, fine, yes. Oh, and you know, he has that. He was a bit of a dickhead for him, but you know, he did come around. You know, it's it, it was very, uh, it was exceptionally curious. I, it, you know, I didn't, I had never encountered anything like that before, uh, and I was, I was quite tickled um, because I, you know, it was I, you know, I knew what was going to happen, and I knew that. You know, and and on the live broadcast, um, there were people who were like, you know, I think it's this guy. I think it's I think Kalani is the rat. I think this. And there were a couple of people. I think one person called back and said, "This woman from New Zealand, um, she made some comments." And she called back and said, "I hope the I hope I talked to Kalani because I want to apologize for what I said." Now, it was, <laughs> and, and and that was the you know knowing what I knew. That was the kind of that was that, that was uh, I. I, I I enjoyed it immensely, and uh, and and it was I was it was quite taken with it because it was, and I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad that it that means people listened, and that means that apparently they listened to Kalani and not this geezer who who's talking the words. That <laughs> you know that there was that there was there was something resembling a character that people got into and and came to. Now, there, man, there was there was definitely a character there because you can't like. 
you know, people don't hate the actor of, like, Kevin Flood for, you know, whatever. No, it's, you hate the character of Kalani. It's whenever you can incite that reaction and to make people want, to make people want to freaking riot against this asshat that just doesn't shut up and is such a brown-nosing little prick and you just want to shove his face somewhere that is painful right. and smelly, you know, <laughs> like, that, I mean, that was obviously, like, a, a, that was a gift, that was a gift of the character Kalani that obviously you have created, so... You know, you you de- you definitely did your job. Thanks. It was <laughs> thanks. It was uh, it, he was a fun guy to do, and um, it was yeah, and it was fun playing, uh, being a being a dope, being a dickhead. You know, I mean, it was because, you know, there's <laughs> we'd like to think, regardless how of how uh, uh, obnoxious one might behave, that it's like you know you never move into the kind of asshole status, but but. Um, but uh, but Kalani, you know, was could rolled into that space happily, with you know splashing through it like a kid going through a puddle. Um, <laughs> oh look, a sprinkler! I want to go run through yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. And just like, hey, you want me to say something stupid? I, you know, um, but but yeah. So but they and then to be able to find a way to to bring him back, you know, to kind of just let that let that. You know that you know, for let him to, he to show what he can do by doing what he can show, right? In other words, by he he, people changed this their attitude about that guy because of what he did, not about what he said. Where would you like to see where life go from here? Um. Well, yeah, that's an interesting story. I, interesting question. I think, um, I, I'd like to know what the hell happens. I think uh, <laughs> yeah, we're in all. a world of a world of freaking hurt. Oh yeah. Because if in fact. Um, uh, that the you know that that said helicopter made contact a dead on hit with the big old truckload of gasoline or or whatever the fuel that is, that's going to go boom and that's going to spread and all kinds of other stuff. So uh, it, it is a. I'm just curious who's left, who's left standing. You know what's going to happen is Casey's going to listen to this. Is going to be like, you know what? They're putting so much effort into this interview. Well, we're not putting that much effort into it, but you know what I mean. You know, <laughs> Wait, we're supposed so to put effort into this shit. Doing an I, interview. I, I, think, and- I think that I think that uh, that what's what's uh, what's Jenna's character? I keep Scratch. Gonna, yeah, I think she's gonna. I think she's gonna be in ascendance for a little while. Yeah. Uh, until until some point where she's gonna get it get it through the head. Um. You know, but I think that she's going to be in ascendance, and I think they'll they'll be. You know, but again, I I don't know. I know nothing, Casey. I know nothing. No, yeah. I don't tell you what Casey's going to do. Is he's going to he's going to make ass hats out of all three of us, and he's going to make Kalani survive just because we're doing like this final go, like right. tribute to Kalani right. interview. Right, and I will be I will become the king of Romania. <laughs> <laughs> now, sort of along these lines, like, because there's a lot of people on the forum that believe that Casey changed the story, uh, like made Kalani a nicer character and, and then killed him off because he wasn't air quotes, uh, connecting with people. Uh, do you, have you, with Kalani, there's so many people that say that like, Oh, Kalani got killed off because Casey realized that no one liked the character and he needed to die. Um, is there any, have you seen any evidence of that or like, no, I, you know, that the, the, that's the no. And, and, um, um, that, that, uh, it, that reminded of the line for the Paul Simon song. Um, when something goes right, I'm like, you know, uh, the, when something goes wrong, I'm the first to admit it, I'm likely to have done it. And when something goes right, I barely know it. Right. So I, I wouldn't have known either way. I don't, um, because I think it's tough either way to have a complete nudge of a character who shows up with a particular skill set that you, you need to employ to move the story along at some point. And, you know, so it's kind of like uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw the the reruns of the uh, of Lost in Space when they had it, it's 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 fabulously. Uh, I, mean, I, I mean, obviously, know the show. I don't know. I haven't seen enough. Yeah, and there, there say, are just yeah. there are such cookie, wonderfully cookie cutter characters in that thing of this guy that you just love to hate, um, and at a certain point, you know that he he comes close to dying at time after time after time, but they don't because it's like the people go back because they want to see how much they can hate him the next time. And I think with all the other stuff, there was a lot of people in the cat in, in this, in this Michigas, right. In this, uh, in we're alive. And I think you have to, you know, there's people who survived who showed up in the, the middle of the season 
And you have to kind of shake things up, I think, because, you know, you have only so much time and you want to make sure that you're keeping people glued to it. I don't know. I have no idea how, but I think that as, as far as I know, uh, you know, I think it was the perfect time for him to go. No, I, I absolutely agree. I'm just saying, cause there's all the people like, cause I, as you know, theatrical person that does script analysis, blah, 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 blah. My, my credentials, my resume, blah, blah. Um, I haven't yet to meet the writer of any sort of serial episodic whatever that actually takes into consideration what an audience reaction to a character is like this in this sort mm -hmm. of a situation and then changes the story to match what the audience wants. It's like Casey has, I think he has said, and I might just be making crap up again, that he knows where the story is going relatively and how, yeah. and maybe not exactly how he's going to get there and how he wants to explore it. But like the basic outline of the story is, you know, set. So it's like, no, Kalani was... Slated to die. to die. To die, yes. Clonny right. has well, yeah, served I mean, his purpose. Right. He's going to die now because he serves no more purpose. There's no reason to carry dead weight. Now the 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 the, the fact. I mean, look, episodic television is filled this littered with stories that that try to react to what the audience wants. And the fact is, is that will things change? Sure. Do they test stuff and say this geezer is better than that geezer? Sure. I don't think that had anything to, and I mean, yeah, Casey knows where the story goes because as, as a writer, if you don't, you don't get this far. You don't get this far as this, unless you know what the hell's going on because that's what our job is, right? That, that's the job of the writer. Go, here's this idea. Here's where it starts. Here's where it ends. That's why they'll watch or they'll listen because I have this, this arc in my head that's going to keep people attached. Kalani came in the, from the, look, for the moment he says, oh yeah, I fly stuff. Um, we all and, knew, <laughs> and, and, and right that that he was either going to go down in uh, in in a hopeless attempt to do something stupid, or in in a blaze of glory, um, maybe one or two other options. Um, and I think that what I mean, what I was, what I love about the ending, aside from what happened to Kalani, <laughs> is just how desperate things are. Because there was all this hope. We're not sure. Maybe we could find this place. There's a place in the sun. No. Somewhere nah. over the yeah, rainbow. No, exactly. Someone in Shangri-La. No, sorry. Fuck you. Ain't going to happen. Um, you know, and and that's the, that's the fun thing about it. Because it's now everybody's in this space. It's kind of like, you know, West Side Story. Because you have everybody right now in the same place at the same time, pretty much. Yeah. Some people are booking, but let's not forget, there's a freaking fire that's caused by a, a, a an airplane that up a vehicle that operates on jet fuel <laughs> and a tanker truck. That let's that's count a, the odds here. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a that's not like casual water on a golf course. That, <laughs> <laughs> well, that casual run around the golf course didn't go so well for anyone really either. That was especially the redheaded girl. Yeah, yeah, she she had a bad day. No, no, but but I think but the point is is that there's I think we there's a whole lot of other problems aside from what for what happens to Kalani that uh, yeah because I mean it, that's the fun part of I think where we left our, our intrepid heroes uh, and heroines um, it's just it's kind of like a little bit of the you know it felt a little bit like the where everything was at the after the uh, at the first episode right you know where everybody's like okay well here's what we have left. So you're going to be able to start season three with a, a, a reconfiguration of sorts. Um, and I, I'm looking forward to, what, to see what they do next, right? Because, um, uh, and so, you know, if I was if I was going to do a Spinal Tap kind of thing, I would see if I could air a show called We're Still Alive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or We're Aliver. We're Aliver. Um, <laughs> or We're Not... Dead. You remember that the the, the, the thing in, in Spinal Tap when they were being interviewed? We well we 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 called ourselves there was a band we called ourselves the originals, but there was already a band called the originals, so we decided to call ourselves the new originals. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> Is that kind of like how we're not dead, you know, and we're alive? Yeah, there, yeah you... there's we're alive. There's we're not dead. There's they're not dead on the forum, which is the analysis right. show of we're not dead. Oh god, <laughs> it never ends. Nope. <laughs> And I'm aliver than you are. So I have a few quick questions, and I just want your opinion. Yeah. Is Lizzie pregnant? Unless you already know the answer to one of these no, questions. No, I, I don't. I know. don't know the answer. And again, I would have. I would put if I were you know going to put some 
put some chips on that, I'd say yeah, I'd put them on the yes on the yes. Maybe box. it's Kalani reincarnated. Yeah, no, I, I actually have a feeling it's gonna be like I'm gonna be like Lao Tzu after you know we we'll kind of compress the 67 years that Lao Tzu spent in his mother's womb and kind of and down to you know down to uh, you know a couple like a couple of weeks for, for you know for, for nonfiction time, and then okay, he'll come out as Kalani Redux, you know, at age 14. Playing video games. Get a call back from Casey. Hey, old buddy, how's it going? (laughs) Can you make toddler noises? (laughs) There you go. Um, Do you think Bert will die soon? Um, Assuming he hasn't already died from his 15-story fight. No, I don't. I don't think he's dead. I, um, I, I, I think that that Bert has this. There's a bulletproofness to him. Although I also think he could be like. and if it is, I don't think this that moment's come yet. Be like the the Sean Sean, Con, uh, Sean Connery character in uh, the Untouchables, mm-hmm. where he stays alive to kind of deliver the last bit of information that's going to help us win do the win the case after he's been shot to hell. So I, if he's alive, I wouldn't be I wouldn't want to be anywhere near him if he has a gun. Yeah. If he's close to death, because I, yeah, that wouldn't be a happy day. Um, if he's anywhere near other than 100% because he's going to be one ticked off buckaroo. So, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I think I think he'll, my instant, my, again, this is Captain Flood, not any, you know, not Kalani. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. But I would, I think. But you guys sound was, so familiar. You do. It's really weird. You, the resemblance is uncanny. <laughs> I, well, yeah, when he talks like a Scott, yeah, but when he talks as Bert, it's like, I can't do that voice. <laughs> It hurts. Oh, I tried doing it once too, and I think I ruined no, it. No, it hurts. I, yeah. I tried for like three episodes of this to imitate Bert, and I have stopped. I'm just going to refer to uh, Luna Guardians forever because <laughs> no, that was his was far more brilliant than whatever I could do. No, it, it's yeah, it just it hurts. Oh, that is funny. <laughs> One last prediction: Where is Skittles? Um, the last I saw Skittles, he was uh, huffing down uh, a stack of blueberry pancakes. <laughs> Um, he loves the blueberry pancakes. He's there every day, uh, every Wednesday and Thursday for the uh, for the early bird special, for the senior citizens. Yeah, he's there and he eats two stacks of blueberry pancakes and takes a third with him in his pockets. What a cool guy! Um, no, <laughs> um, I think Skittles is an interesting character, isn't he? He, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he he is way, way, way more clever than anybody gives him credit for. Um. And and the fun thing about that was the stuff that's you know going back and thinking about that scene with him and uh, and as I think I told people you know that we were talking to Bob on a, a speakerphone in the studio. Oh really? That's <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. So we had a little like a little speakerphone set on the uh, on a on a couple Apple boxes and um, and so we were. <laughs> talking to that and for people that don't know bob bergen is also the voice of porky the pig marvin the martian right yep Yep. the the emmy nominated bob bergen emmy emmy nominated bob bergen yeah that's uh, mr skittles for you guys yeah it's skittles yeah it's it's it's, um (laughs) he had a post up on the on i saw on on my facebook that he and his good friend lily tomlin were off someplace and it's like there you go there you go that's funny but uh, no, yeah. So, but I think I think Skittles is going to be one of those um, surprise, surprise characters who who turns out to be um, maybe a little like. And I'm using film references. What am I? A, a freaking what am I, a character in uh, in the Freshman? Um, uh, maybe not unlike uh, the, the Kevin Spacey's character in Usual Suspects. You know, where he downplays his ability and downplays his physical attributes. And then after after the interview is over and he gets close to the car, he realized, oh, shit, that's Kaiser Sose. Yep. Um, so um, so I have a I wouldn't be surprised if Skittles if we learned more about Skittles and that that and that's the kind of stuff we learned. Do you think he'll join the crew? No, I think he'll be like Notre Dame and remain remain a football independent. Um, going. Yeah, just wandering the streets of downtown LA. <laughs> no, I, I have a, a, a the uh, I have a feeling that no, I don't know that he will. I think his his value as a both as a character as a character is 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 his um, where is he actually? You know, because I think that he I think both groups 
the baddies and the goodies and the in-betweenies can all say, yo, I'm down with Skittles. He's, he's my peeps. Um, and that's an interest. That, that's with, with without maybe not so much with the uh, with the eaters, but um, but I think you know I think that there's a that and that's one of the advantages that somebody like that has in terms of running their own their own program. So I'm assuming it's safe to say you're going to continue listening to We're Alive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, and, we might and, have uh, to have a Kevin's Flood prediction corner where you send me a prediction every week and we can read it on the old air. Yeah, there you go. Right. Uh, uh, there we go. <laughs> we can do this with all the deceased characters. That's how. It works. Yeah, for, yeah, but I mean the thing the thing is is that I think um, it's that again. We've, as we've learned from things, uh, one never knows about fiction television or fi- fiction. You can do lots of stuff, and especially in theater of the mind, which is what uh, the, the, all of this radio stuff we do go, dates back to. And you throw Casey into the mix, and then you're really yeah, right, exactly. So that they're they're you know that we have this um you know so that you know I I, I look forward to seeing what's next. Yeah, that what's makes next. three of us and probably millions of more that live. Yeah. Yeah, well, th- thanks all for listening, and, uh, you know, keep tuning in. Are you accepting roses and flowers and, you know, apology cards? and? Y- yeah, sure, right, <laughs> a- absolutely, absolutely. I'll be doing my I'm Dead Now tour, um, <laughs> you know, which is great. The thing about an I'm Dead Now tour, it's like I can get out there and say, uh, I don't feel so good, I'm going to go die now. And, you know, still take, it, it'll, be, it'll be like a Charlie Sheen concert. <laughs> I can show up, say a couple things, walk up the stage, and it'll go like, I paid... I say you can make this? millions of dollars doing it too. Just say, just say like Tiger Blood and all that other sort of yeah, stuff. You'll be right. perfect. You'll be perfect. Wiener, wiener. Make sure to get your Winning. Charlie's Wiener's dogs. You can have a couple goddesses, and it'll all be great. Yeah, sure I can. Oh man, well thank you, Kevin, for coming on with us. It Thanks, was a Brittany. pleasure talking to you as usual. Pleasure talking to you guys. Thanks, Nick. Hey, and, thank you. Uh, New York City for the win. There you go. There you go. <laughs> See ya. All right, y'all. Take care. Thanks. Bye bye. <laughs>